Warriors fans, what you have just watched is nothing short of the single greatest game of Steph Curry's entire career. Welcome. i got to calm this sign down. I'm just going to turn it off behind me here. This thing is... This thing is bugging out just like the Kings did with a little pressure on them. Welcome to the Damon Bruce show. It is wonderful to have you here. And the greatest game of Steph Curry's entire career has just been played. That was unbelievable. Unbelievable. I didn't think that the Warriors would have much of a chance in game seven up in Sacramento. They end up winning this one by 20. By 20. Light the ploose, says Drew down. No, we, we, we're not going to be lighting the ploose. I don't like blinking Christmas lights. I don't like blinking lights. 50 in a game seven for Steph Curry. Never been done before in the history of NBA game sevens. He tied Kevin Durant with uh, 48. That happened oh, uh, with that corner three. Uh, that happened uh, a long time ago. I mean, Curry didn't even have to play the last three minutes of the game. He got sat and wow. What an unbelievable game for the Golden State Warriors. Look, dynasty intact. I don't know about that, but salvaged for the time being. No doubt about it. Drew down ass again right here. We're going to you, Drew. Are you not entertained? Whoa! What a game. What a game from the Golden State Warriors. Everyone is going to be talking. Everyone is going to be talking about what Steph Curry did. The Warriors do not win this game without the efforts of Kevon Looney. They don't win this series without the efforts of Kevon Looney. He was magnificent. Third time in a series, he had over 20 rebounds in the game. The final tale of the tape for Kevon Looney now that we got a final. Uh, Kevon Looney had 21 rebounds, 10 of them. Offensive rebounds to go along with his 11 points, but a 50-burger for Steph Curry. Uh, the entirety of the Warriors' starting five was plus 25 or better. Clay Thompson, who had a struggle bus game, he only scored 16 points, going 4 of 19 from the field. He finished with a game-best plus 30. So, again, even as Clay Thompson wasn't playing great, overall, he was good enough for the Warriors to win this one going away. Looney. He picked up his ninth offensive rebound early in that fourth quarter. The league, the lead got to 12 on a Curry mid-range jumper. Uh, Curry hit another layup in that fourth quarter to give him 38 with 8.30 left in the game. Curry gets the lead up to 17 points with a Kings logo three. That gave him 43 in the game. And a corner three puts it now to 48 points for Curry. That's when he tied Kevin Durant for Game 7 scoring records. 21 rebounds again for Kevon Looney. Curry gets his 50. It's the best game of his entire life. It's the best game of his entire life. And the Warriors basically win this one. You could tell that Steve was really worried about his team running out of gas. He was subbing Steph early in the first quarter. Uh, he was worried that this team would have heavy legs in this game. They certainly had heavy legs in game six. Uh, tonight, they played like they were ready to sprint another 15 minutes. Really, something else. Uh, Steph Curry has officially, officially joined the conversation of single greatest player you've ever seen in your life. I mean, that's where he is. That That's where he is. He is on that one line with Jordan, with LeBron, with Kevin Durant, uh, Larry Bird. I mean, all the greats. If you were putting together an all-time starting five, 
having Steph Curry run point for that all-time starting five wouldn't be a bad idea at all. It would not be a bad idea at all. 50 points tonight to go along with eight rebounds and six assists. One of the virtuoso games. One of the virtuoso games of the man's entire career. He was absolutely spectacular. This game did not get off to the best start for the Warriors. You saw Draymond Green reinserted into the starting lineup, but it was kind of back and forth there. Warriors were inviting Sabonis to shoot that elbow jumper, and they were inviting Harrison Barnes to shoot from anywhere. And you know what? That was really good. That was a really, really good uh, plan and strategy because when it was all said and done, Sabonis who got his lunch eaten by Kavon Looney. I mean, Kavon Looney destroyed Sabonis, especially in that third quarter where Sabonis was held to zero points. Zero points for Sabonis in that third. And just incredible. I mean, just absolutely incredible game. Uh, Moses Moody, he had five off the bench for the Warriors. Steve, again, worried about his team running out of gas. He officially went one, two, I'm going to call it three deep, four deep with DiVincenzo playing eight minutes. Kaminga got in there for two minutes uh, and was minus four, of course. Uh, Kaminga is obviously way off the the chart of who you know, Steve Kerr is going to trust in these games. But man, oh man, oh man. A Game 7 for the ages for Steph Curry. A Game 7 that goes into the record books for the Golden State Warriors as one of the greatest wins in the dynasty's history. I understand it's only a Game 7 to get out of the first round, but it was a Game 7 on the road against the buzzsaw. I'm going to tell you this, Kings fans. I'm not going to make any 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 beam jokes on you. That was a great gimmick all year long. It was it, it was a wonderful year for the Sacramento Kings. A wonderful year. But they collapsed under the weight of Steph Curry's brilliance and the weight of this game, especially in the second half. They did. They just they went belly up in that second half. Um, I want to get back to that first quarter, though, because Curry had 10 in the first, knocking down a couple of threes. The Warriors were down 31-30 after the first quarter, and it was really good basketball in both directions. For three quarters, well, two and a half quarters anyways, this game was just an A-plus basketball game. Both teams executing at the highest possible level. Uh, Both teams absolutely getting it done. Uh, It is just one of the great games in the history of the franchise. I really believe that. Kerr played nine guys in the first quarter. Again, he was worried about his team running out of gas. You had Terrence Davis, Malik Monk, and Davion Mitchell getting off to really good starts. Early in this game, the Kings bench was outscoring the Warriors bench like 25-8 to early on in the game. Uh, Clay, and it's funny. Because there are times when Clay playing poorly is the kiss of death. And there are other times when Clay Thompson playing poorly is the sign that the Warriors are going to win this game. Because the Warriors were in this game. In this game, even though Clay Thompson had maybe as bad of a first quarter in a playoff game as he's he's ever had. I mean, he was terrible. He was terrible. He wasn't closing out on shooters. He wasn't hitting his shots. The Warriors could have won this game tonight by 30 had they hit their normal allotted amount of free throws. The Warriors tonight, from the they were 19-30 from the free throw line. That is 63%. That's it. They hit 15-46 of 46 from downtown. 
uh, 36% from downtown, excuse me, 33% from downtown, and we're 43% from the field overall, hitting 43 of 100 shots. And of the 43 shots hit by the Warriors, Steph Curry hit 20 of them. 20 of the 43 makes come from Steph Curry in this game. The MVP of this series, you are right. We're going to bring up uh, Trevor right here. The MVP of this series, Stephen Looney, they could share it. Absolutely. If we were giving away first-round MVPs, the two of them could share it, and I guarantee you that Steph Curry would want to share it because Kevon Looney turned into Moses Malone in this series. He did. He turned into Moses fucking Malone. He was incredible. Incredible. Dominating. Just eating Sabonis alive. Eating him alive. Uh, AJ says, uh, Looney jerseys have a 500% increase in sales. Let me tell you, they certainly should. They certainly should. Uh, Steph Curry is definitely now, UC Steve says, the best athlete to ever play in the Bay Area. Sorry, Rice. Sorry, Bond. Sorry, Montana. Uh, I'm not going to argue with you. There's a debate to be had, but on a day where Steph drops the greatest point total in the history of playoff game sevens, there's nothing to talk about. Come on, Damon. Light the plus. The plus is blinking. It distracts me. I can't have a distracting blinking light behind me. Um, it's great to have you all here. Thanks so much for hanging out with me on a Sunday afternoon. Of course, we're going to be back tomorrow at 11 a.m., but this one we had to have an, a, an emergency Warriors meeting. And thank you very much, Glass Half Full Guy, dropping a five spot in the tip jar. Uh, just an unbelievable, unbelievable performance, not just from Steph Curry, but really, really the entirety of the Golden State Warriors. Just incredible. Just an incredible game. I mean, I, I, I'm I, sure there's some other analysis to offer, but you couldn't be more accurate if I just came on here for an hour and just said that was incredible, that was incredible, that was incredible over and over and over again. Steph, 20 of 38 from the field, 7 of 18 on three-point attempts. 38 shots is the most shots Steph Curry has ever taken in a game in his life. Early on, I said the Warriors just need to run their offense. They're getting way too much just dribble, 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 Steph Curry, step back three. And I didn't think that that was going to work, but I didn't know that Steph Curry was going to be a nuclear reactor all by himself all game long. God, he was incredible. By the way, another jingle jangle. Thank you very much, Wayne Wong. You are the man. Appreciate that very, very much. So you got halftime with the Kings leading by a bucket, 58-56 at the half. And then early in that third quarter, a little sign of life from Clay Thompson, who again didn't maybe have the greatest game of his career, but he finished with a game best plus 30. So, you know, what's the debate about a win, right? What's the debate about a win? Who cares who played great, poorly, average, below average, above average? That was a team-wide win all the way through. It truly was. Uh, Warriors at the line in that third quarter. They did more to keep the Kings in the game missing free throws than the Kings did to keep in the game by playing well in the second half. Had the Warriors hit their normal, normal amount of free throws, this is a 30-point win for the Golden State Warriors tonight. Um, the Kings, again, uh, 
kind of crap that bet in the second half. Clay, again, to open up that third quarter, hits a tough fadeaway three, and y'all hoped it was a better sign, uh, a sign of a better half for Clay Thompson. Then Clay hits a corner three. He's starting to come to life. And then maybe what was the sequence of the game? where everything you needed to know about this game could be just boiled down to one highlight, and I want to read this to you right as I wrote it down because, to me, it was the sequence of the game in the third quarter. You have Curry with a missed layup. Kavon Looney gets an offensive rebound. He kicks it to Curry for a corner three, which Curry missed. Andrew Wiggins literally tries to break the city of Sacramento, throwing down the biggest rebound Mama Chewbacca dunk of all time, but it did not happen. Did not happen. It is a huge High arcing rebound off the back of the rim. Again, Wiggins tried to throw that fucker down so hard, so hard, that the ball shoots way up. It lands in Steph Curry's hands, and then Curry goes to the rack, hits a layup. Uh, That put the Warriors up seven, which was their largest lead of the game, and at that point in time, Curry had 28 Fox picked up his fourth, again, a very average game for De'Aaron Fox, who has been spectacular, but the weight of this one felt like it caught up with him. He had 16 points on 19 shots, 3 of 10 from downtown. They did a really good job defending De'Aaron Fox in this game, and it's the worst game he had in the entire series. Um, Warriors as a team just killing the offensive glass. And if you were watching this on ABC, with the mic'd up coaches, you had Mike Brown just saying, we're getting killed, absolutely killed here on the offensive glass. This has got to be better. This has got to get better. And it really didn't. Um, let's see. So the Warriors, 13 offensive rebounds in the third quarter. That's the same amount of free throws they hit out of 23. Uh, Clay was 0 for 2. Loon was 0 for 2. Wiggins was 2 for 6 in the third quarter alone. Then Poole, who did not do very much in this game, and it looked like, Steve Kerr, you know, kind of had a, a, a short trigger on Jordan Poole, who played 19 minutes, didn't want him out there making mistakes, and uh, it was a big nothing burger, really, for Jordan Poole. But he hits a corner three. It was his second of the game. That put the Warriors up 12. Curry with a scoop layup. That gave him 30. Fox hits a three, but then Curry, again, gets a rebound, comes on down, hits another layup. He was The way that Curry, for someone his size, gets to the rim, the way that he gets – I mean, I, I know we talk about Kyrie Irving having maybe the most wiggle on a free throw attempt in the NBA, and rightfully so. He, he can get to the rim anytime he wants. Kyrie is just incredible. But – what Steph Curry did in this game with the entire gym trying to defend him. The Kings decided to start double-teaming him and trapping him when they were, what, down 18 there in the fourth quarter? So it was way too little, way too late for the Kings' defense. And uh, Warriors at the line, again, 7-16 in that third quarter. Curry had 14 of his points in the third quarter. That gave him 34. Quarter ends on a four-point play. And I think this is where the entire building just went full-on dauber down. Everybody knew. Everybody knew this is going to be the Warriors' night when Klay Thompson hit a three with an and one. That put the Warriors up 10 going into the fourth quarter. And again, Sabonis is just getting his ass handed to him by Kevon Looney. Sabonis had zero points in the third quarter. This is a guy who had 16 in the first half. Sabonis ends the night with 22 Again, he's not a bad player, but Kevon Looney ate him alive in that third quarter. Uh, 
And just, you, you know how it ended. It was a spectacular afternoon of Warriors basketball. And if we really did want to debate what is the greatest game Steph Curry has ever played, I think it's tonight. I think it's this afternoon up in Sacramento. Now, we all know that huge game five he had in Boston. Uh, that obviously was in the NBA Finals. But Steph Curry just dropped the highest point total in the history of game seven. In NBA history. I mean, come on. 50, 50 for Steph Curry. An unbelievable performance from Stephen. So, uh, hey, Seuss says, too many picky Falco. Look, I mean, there's nothing to complain about. Absolutely nothing to complain about. Uh, Falcals disrupt the game. Yeah, but they're going to happen. They're going to happen. What's that, what, what the Warriors need to do is hit their free throws. And they're usually decent at doing that. They did more to keep the Kings in this game by missing free throws than the Kings did with any effort that they actually had in that fourth quarter, in the, in the second half. Somebody says Sabonis was a top five MVP guy. No, he wasn't today. He wasn't today. And he's a good player, man. Sabonis is only going to get better. If I were him, I would go out and I'd get to that gym tomorrow and I would take a 1,000 elbow jumpers from the top of the key uh, every single day between now and the start of next year. I can only imagine what the ratings were for this game. This was essentially the greatest opening round seven-game series, I think maybe in basketball history. In NBA history, I, I, you know, it, it's among the most watched in NBA history. Uh, Steph Curry again has been I- invited to, uh, to 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 the to the to the table of the greats, to the table of the all-time greats. Steph Curry sits among them. Oh, look at Larry Beal rocking the pink jacket, and there's there's a little Kerry Keating, the Blue Rose in New Jersey himself, wearing a smart coat. Uh, Adonal Foyle, looking good here. I'm watching a little after the game. It says, rate the Warriors' performance. Five stars. You think so? God, they were incredible. They were incredible, especially in that second half. One of the all-time greatest games. Here's the thing. Not only was that one of the all-time great games for Steph Curry, that's literally one of the all-time greatest games in the history of this league. Under the circumstances, as bad as the Warriors were on the road all year long. They won 11 road games this year and then win at Golden 1 Center twice. You want to do it this way or this way or do you want to do it this way or this way or this way? What Two road wins? What's the old saying that no NBA playoff series begins? No NBA playoff series begins until a team picks up a win on the road? Well, this officially began for the Warriors. Um, when they won up in Sacramento, instead of going down 3-2, they go up 3-2. We don't ever have to talk about Game 6 again. We don't ever have to talk about that terrible Game 6 again. Um, let's see here. <laughs> Someone said, uh, hey, Damon, did you morph into shirt shirtless Damon after the shots? Metalli- no, no, I, I did not go shirtless Damon on you. No. By the way, the shirt that I'm wearing right now, this is the single greatest T-shirt I own. And I do still miss Fife Dog. No doubt about it. That's the greatest game, one of the greatest games in the history of this league, 
by an individual. What Steph Curry just did goes to the Hall of Fame in the vacuum of a one-game performance. His 50 points are the most amount of points scored by anyone on the planet. Anyone on the planet in a Game 7 in the NBA. Better than all of them. Better than Michael. Better than Magic. Better than Cream. Better than Durant. Better than LeBron. Better than anyone. Unbelievable. A career playoff high for Steph Curry. He was absolutely magnificent. Somebody says here, every time I see O'Donnell, I think of Troy Murphy and Eric Dampier. Well, look, Warriors fans, I've been with you since the days of the Dunn-Murphy sisters. I've been with you since Ike Diagu and Vontigo Cummings were draft picks. I know more about the pain that Warriors fans have gone through throughout the years. And for anyone who wants to say, well, let me tell you, the, the crowd that deserved to move on here was the, the Kings crowd. Look, Kings crowd was incredible. I'm not going to take anything away from them, but you can't take anything away from the Golden State Warriors crowd who, let's face it, is the best fed fan base in the last decade, any sport, any sport. A starving man always makes more noise than a well-fed man. And Warriors fans are the most well-fed fan base in America in the last decade. So they'll never have that guttural, visceral, you feel it shaking in your body level of, of noise. And as bad, as bad as that crowd was in Game 6, let's be totally honest, the Warriors did very little in that Game 6 to get their crowd into the game. They basically slept-walked through a closeout game, which made everybody pretty worried about this one today. But no worries, no beam. Luis says, I officially retire as a Curry hater. I mean, that was a bad occupation to be in in the first place. How can you be a Steph Curry hater? Come on. Come on. I mean, at that point, you're just saying you don't like evolutionary players in the history of a sport who do more to define a sport than maybe any other player since, what, George Mikan? Guys, change the game forever. He has changed the game forever forever and you could see that the change in the game that Steph Curry has made forever kind of came back and haunted them a little bit right because this was a Kings get an offensive rebound kick it out and they were just hitting their second shot in possessions when the Kings got offensive rebounds the Kings were getting a rebound throwing it out to the top of the perimeter and they were knocking down some threes again the Kings in this game were, well, they weren't good from downtown, that's for sure. They were 12 of 47, but it felt like all of their 12 made threes came on second-chance points. Uh, let's see. I haven't even looked at team stats yet. I want to get into this. The Warriors take four more shots in the game than the Kings. They shoot 43%. The Kings are at 37% in the game. They shoot uh, 33% from downtown. The Kings are at 25%. Neither team was good from the free throw line. Warriors at 63%. The Kings were at 60%. I told you when this whole series started, you're not going to see a lot of wins for either team. You are not going to see a lot of wins for either team without winning a rebounding effort. And when these two teams tied, I think a couple of times in this series, for total rebounds in the game, you go to the offensive rebound to break that tie. And again, Kevon Looney, 
He rebounded like Moses Malone in this series. He was unbelievable. And I'll agree with uh, Hopper right here. Hopper says, Looney outplaying Sabonis the entire series really was something I didn't see coming. No shame in that. No shame in that. Because it, who could have seen that coming? Who could have seen that coming? Other than Steve Kerr, who has been Kevon Looney's greatest advocate since the minute he was drafted. Um, Looney was spectacular. Absolutely spectacular. I got a little post-nasal drip going on. Both Jack and Ozzy were sick this weekend. And of course, laying on dad's chest while they're sick all Saturday afternoon made dad a little sick. But we had to come on down here for a Sunday show because that's how big that game was. We needed an emergency Warriors meeting. They were spectacular today. Absolutely spectacular. Steve Kerr doesn't have to answer any questions about how he rolled out his lineup in this game, setting Steph early, gave him the legs he needed late. Uh, This was a team. Look, they're older. Father time is undefeated. They were a little bit out of gas. They were a lot of bit out of gas in game six. And I thought, man, this early start time for the Warriors did them no favors. Having a 12-30 tip-off meant that uh, a bunch of tired old legs weren't going to get an awful lot of rest in between game six and in game seven. But the Warriors ended up getting it done unbelievable they end up getting it done a 120 100 win over the sacramento kings again when you hold the kings to 100 points you had yourself a good day of defense and the warriors needed a better brand of defense and i don't know if they necessarily got one in any of these games except for today so better late than never better late than never when it comes to when when are you going to start playing defense Apparently, the Golden State Warriors have chosen that they're going to start playing defense this year in Game 7 of the opening round at Golden 1 Center. I saw an awful lot of fans outside of Chase Center. It looked like they had a huge, huge chunk of fans out there watching the game on the big screen uh, outside of Chase. It was something else. It was something else. And uh, Niner Empire 101 says, Dame, keep pumping out the content and feed that algorithm. Hey, you know, I'm doing what I can. I don't, we didn't even have a thumbnail ready for this one today. Jillian has actually got uh, Jack at a, uh, at a swim class right now, so I don't even know because uh, she, she's, she's the technical advisor on all of this. I don't even know what we're going to do in terms of um, listing this one after the fact. Uh, it'll, it'll be up, what, an hour later or at least be – Hitting algorithms. So here's what I need. From algorithm standpoint today, I need you guys to like, smash that like button, as the kids say, and go ahead, leave your comments. I respond to every single comment that I get. And if you are in the Plus Army, you already know that. What I promised you is that we will never waste your time. We will never just drag you through a long show for the sake of being an incredibly long show because there's really nothing left to say. One of the great games in not just the history of the dynasty, not just the history of the Golden State Warriors, but one of the great games in the history of NBA playoff basketball. JB is so right here. No, Jillian, this is clearly an unauthorized stream. You're right. You are right. Spectacular. 
spectacular afternoon of basketball. AJ throwing a little jingle jangle in there right at the very end. Go get some Jack in the Box. No, no, no. We don't eat fast food since El Stroco Loco. That's the one promise I made to myself, and it's uh the one. It's it's one of the rare promises I've ever kept to myself. No more fast food for this guy. I'll still eat a cheeseburger. I'll still eat a taco, but just not a fast food taco. Again, I. I, I I was a sucker for a jack-in-a-box taco for a really long time. It's the best shitty taco in the world. It's kind of, it's the jack-in-the-box taco is like the Jordan pool of two guards. I can't decide if it's the best worst taco or the worst best taco. And that's what Jordan pool is. I can't decide if he is the worst best player in the NBA or the best worst player. And Mark knows what's up. We hit that Beeps Burger. Absolutely. Beeps Burger is legit. And I guess that technically is a fast food burger, but I'll eat that one. It's got to be better than McDonald's because at least the meat is like actual meat. Damon, spitting jack-in-the-box taco facts right now. Thank you, Scott. I'm glad you're on board. Look, a jack-in-the-box taco is a total piece of shit. Yet at the same time, I... I, I I've eaten, how about this? For a guy who doesn't like jack-in-the-box tacos, I've eaten about 500 of them in my life. No more. No more. Jack-in-the-box taco, Jordan Poole two-guard comparison. There you go. Richie Rich, love that content. Thank you, JB, putting a little tip in the jar there. 99 cents for two if you get them on the app. Look, you can't, if you're looking to spend very little cash, the jack-in-a-box taco will take care of you. Somebody said the onus was on Sabonis. Dwayne Harris says the onus was on Sabonis. Now, I don't know if you're just trying to rhyme onus and Sabonis, and if you were, you nailed it. This game had to be won by De'Aaron Fox and Malik Monk. That's where this game needed to be won, and it didn't happen. Didn't happen for the Kings. Let's see. De'Aaron Fox again. The Warriors turned him into a volume shooter once again in this series today. De'Aaron Fox had 16 points on 19 shots, and Malik Monk had 14 points on 14 shots. That's where the Warriors won this game. That is where the Warriors won this game. Never go full Jeff. Sabogus. Not bad. Look, really good player. Look, the, the, uh, let me just say this, as you're basking in victory, Warriors fans. There's no need to shit on the Kings. The Kings were spectacular all year long. Mike Brown did an incredible job. Not only were they a good team, they were fun to watch, they were entertaining as hell, their crowd was great. I got nothing but respect for the city of Sacramento and the way that they embraced this team this year. But when it comes to lighting the beam today, the only way Kings are going to get through it is by drinking the beam. I know it's a big ask. I know it's a real big ask. Win with class. When you win, say little. When you lose, say even less. Just point to that scoreboard. Point to the banners. Point to the dynasty. And that's all you need to do, Warriors fans. You don't need to dunk on any Kings fans today. They don't deserve it. They had a spectacular year. They were in a game seven against the defending champs at home. It's all they could ask for. But they, again, so often in the NBA, you're just not allowed 
to walk in the door of excellence. You've got to knock on it for a little while. And this is the first time the Kings have even been on the front porch to knock on a door of excellence. They learned a lot. I would think that the Kings learned an awful lot in this series. Mike Brown learned an awful lot about his team in this series. And look the fuck out for the Kings next year. I don't even want to talk about what the Warriors need to do before next year because this year is still going on, baby. It's still going on. Antone, thank you. Antoine, Antone, however you do it, my man, thank you for doing it. Telling Mrs. Pluse on you, <laughs> thank you very much. I appreciate that very, very much. Rocking that tip jar. Thank you so much to uh, Oaktown Raider as well, putting in five bones for Loon. Uh, the Jack in the Box taco comparison to Jordan Poole, brilliant. Thank you very much. I do think it is apropos when it's all said and done. And uh, look, uh, real quick question here from Ernest Damon Where does this rank in great Bay Area playoff performances? Has anyone in the so here's here's a deal. I, I think I got the correct answer. The single greatest playoff performance I've ever seen with my own two eyes was Madison Bumgarner walking on the water of the water fountains at Kauffman Stadium coming out of the bullpen in game seven, right? This was better than that. Because even though what Madison Bumgarner did was unprecedented, Steph Curry took his game to a level of NBA history unprecedented by being the first ever player to put 50 up in a game seven in the history of basketball. Any round, Steph Curry just had, I think Steph Curry just had the greatest playoff performance in the history of the NBA, basically. So if you are outpacing an entire league, it's safe to say that you might have outpaced a city's history as well. I think here's some honesty, saying R.I.P. Cougar Rebel. I'm not going to lie, Damon. Had we lost today, I would have been rooting for Sacramento to take it all the way. And I don't know if they were going to be ready for that, but rooting for the Kings over the Lakers would have been an easy thing to do. And now, honestly, as great as the Kings were, we are going to get an unbelievable series. An unbelievable series. Warriors, Lakers. It's probably going to get a better rating than the NBA Finals. Steph Curry versus LeBron one more time, maybe for the last time. Unbelievable. Now, if Kevon Looney really wants to go down in history, let him eat Anthony Davis's lunch in the upcoming series. But man. De'Aaron Fox, the way that he hugged Curry, it was respect and relief. Look, it... it how could you not respect Steph Curry? How could you not respect Steph Curry? He was unbelievable. Postman and Capitola, real simple. What are the Warriors' chances in the next round against the Lakers? They're good. They're good. Steph is playing like this. How about I mean look at it this way? Today was the closest we have ever seen the Warriors come to losing a playoff series that wasn't in the NBA Finals, and they didn't do that. I will stop betting on the Warriors when they actually get bounced by somebody. Until then, until then, again, I don't, do I love the matchup on paper? Not really. 
I could see how Rui Hachimura is going to be a huge problem because that guy is just a monster. Uh, he is huge. But, man, I don't know. Look, look, you know, Steve Young in the Super Bowl, Rich Alexander, he was great. He was great, but that was a piece of shit San Diego Charger team, all, all things considered. All things considered. Beeps in the mission. I mean, we're further out than the mission, baby. The beeps is on ocean. That's 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 south of mission, baby. We go to eighty two Atlantic. Damon's okay to have a few drinks to celebrate this victory. You're your own boss, so you can get drunk live on YouTube. Well, I basically did that on Friday. I basically did this on Friday, and come Monday, we are going to be drunk on both Ooh, look at that. Ike sandwiches and blackened whiskey. We're officially rolling each other out uh, as a uh, as the first two official sponsors of the Damon Bruce show. Thank you so much to my man, Ike. Go ahead and get yourself an Ike sandwich delivered to you today. Go get yourself an Ike sandwich delivered to you today and pick up a bottle of blackened whiskey. You'll be happy you did. It is delicious. Absolutely delicious. We got another one from RIP. Uh, Gianna Franco wouldn't like the Chargers comment. Well, I know. And you're right here, uh, except for Seau. Junior Seau was fantastic. We all know that. Nobody in the Bay Area, says Scott, has more greatness in Nirvana than Wendell Stephen Curry. And I would agree with you there. I would agree with you there. I mean, and here's the thing. What he does... I'm not saying he does it on his own because he's an ultimate team player, an ultimate team player. But man, um, you know, Jerry Rice never caught a ball that wasn't thrown to him by somebody else. Steph Curry today, I think maybe had the greatest performance in the history of the Bay Area. Now I could be a prisoner of the moment. I'll 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 think on this one before we hit the air tomorrow at eleven. But just incredible. You see Steve. Damon, can you say hi to the daughters? Hello, ladies. Thank you so much for tuning in with your dad. It's good to have you here today. What do we got here? An amendment. Can we start a campaign about a certain left-handed big from Bloomington who averaged nearly 21, 11, and 3? He'd be a perfect platoon mate for Looney. Look. Could happen, Nat. Could happen. Trace Jackson Davis is, you know, is he going to go in the lottery? I don't know. I, I have no idea where Trace Jackson Davis is going to be evaluated and where he's going to go in this upcoming draft. But there is a chance he could fall to the Warriors. And, uh, yeah, you would want to pick that guy up. If you like somebody who can bang on the low post, that was Trace Jackson Davis. Warriors have opened. How about this? Warriors have opened as a four-and-a-half-point favorite for Game 1 on Tuesday, and Game 1 will be at Chase Center. I will be there. I'm looking forward to it. I'll probably be doing something on AMP. Look, I might go on AMP a little bit later on tonight after we wrap up a busy day of NBA playoff action. What do we got here? Um, Or is that it? Yeah, that's it. I forgot. So the Heat beat the Knicks earlier today at Madison Square Garden, 108-101. So road teams winning. Road teams winning this afternoon. Kaiser, Gilroy, thank you very, very much. 
Uh, appreciate you throwing a five spot in that tip jar, my man. Thank you. Get that Damon Bruce at Ike's. Indeed, I am a delicious sandwich. A good whiskey, a good sandwich, very on brand for Damon. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, there is another spot. Somebody said that's not Beeps. That's right. That's another spot. But Beeps, to me, Beeps might be the best burger in San Francisco. Although the postman at Capitola says the burger at Horse Feather is very good. It is good. But to me, the Beeps burger is the best. I'm, I'm a Beeps guy through and through. Light the victory blunt. There you go. Fish mode. <laughs> ah, hysterical. Look at this. Look who's weighing in. There he, you know what, Ike? Not only do you get to go there, you get to go here as well. Thank you, Ike. I love you too, my man. I love you too. What an unbelievable unbelievable performance unbelievable performance from the golden state warriors maybe one of the great performances not maybe it is a great performance charles thank you for this performance a 10 spot get your favorite shot of whiskey on me i appreciate that uh are you scared of labrum and ad i'm guessing you mean lebron in ad yeah yeah you always have to be scared of two guys who at any moment could become the two you know two of the five best players in all of basketball and LeBron and AD just so thoroughly crushed the Memphis Grizzlies. But I'll tell you this, the Golden State Warriors got a big pair of brass balls on them compared to the false prophets that are the Memphis Grizzlies. What a bunch of bitches. The Memphis Grizzlies turned out to be, and I'm going to tell you right now, the Kings have absolutely taken their spot as the young up-and-coming team in the NBA that everyone is going to really enjoy uh, you know, every, I don't want to watch the Memphis Grizzlies. I mean, I love the way that John Morant plays, but they've become unlikable. This is a Kings team that is very likable. Damon, jump on that amp tonight. I might have to put together a Warriors victory playlist. Could happen. After the boys go to bed, we might do a late night Sunday night amp. I will let you know. If you're already following me on the amp app, I'm going to go schedule a show for a little bit later on, and we will rock it tonight. Your boys' playlists are incredible. Lynn, thank you very much. Thank you very, very much. Uh, we are now over 5,000 subscribers, considering we've been doing this for one month. I mean, we started on April 3rd, and we haven't even reached May 3rd yet. But we're over 5,000 subscribers already. That's a little bit of me. That's a lot of you. It's an incredibly loyal audience who knows who chops it up, who gives you the best. No bullshit, no agenda, just real sports. That's what we got for you here. That's what we got for you. What do we got here? This is the Sneakerhead Forum. It says, I would put Steph's 43-10 and 10 in Game 4 of the Finals against the Celtics as his best playoff moment. I mean, it's, it's, it's one or two, right? And today is the other one or two. I'm going to say that that wasn't a closeout game. It got the Warriors back into that NBA Finals. We all know how important it was. But to me, this was a gots-to-have-it, do-or-die basketball game. That's what makes this one rank over the other, just in my opinion. Again, somebody says, Steve Young, six touchdowns, zero picks in the 1994 Super Bowl. 
that's special. No doubt about it. That's very special. Um, I'm still going with Steph, though. I'm still going with Steph. Kings fan checking in S. Curry's a legend. Indeed, he is. Indeed, he is. Jason, thank you for that five spot. Appreciate it. Uh, the question again from S. Was that the greatest Game 7 performance you've ever seen by Curry? Look, Curry's rarely in a Game 7. The Warriors don't see Game 7s in this dynasty. So, uh, once against Houston, right? Houston pushed him to a 7. Um, the war the Warriors don't see a Game 7. And considering that was the greatest Game 7 in the history of the NBA playoffs from a scoring standpoint, yeah, that's the best. That's the best. Again, Jason, I don't know if I did that again, but uh, thank you very much for throwing in a five spot. I appreciate that very, very much. Uh, you guys are the best. I've got Jillian with Ozzy at a swim class, which means Jack is upstairs eyeballs glued to his iPad and his eyeballs are going to fall out of his eye sockets if he watches any more iPad today. So I got to go upstairs and I got to stop that. But man, absolutely incredible. Absolutely incredible night for the Golden State Warriors. It's not even night. It's afternoon. Incredible afternoon for the Golden State Warriors. A historic NBA game for Steph Curry. And the only thing I can tell you is that I'm on live at 11 tomorrow right here on YouTube, and I hope that you're going to join me. If you haven't hit that like button, do it right now. If you haven't hit that subscribe button, please do it right now. Uh, This was an awful lot of fun. We needed an emergency show today, and it was worth it. Every single drop of this show was worth it. Thanks to all of you for being here. Thank you for being so loyal. I'll talk to you live at 11 tomorrow. What a game from the Golden State Warriors, Kavon Looney, and Steph Curry. Masterful. The dynasty lives another day. Thanks very much for for watching, for listening, and I'll just remind you that sports don't build character. They reveal it. And like that, he's gone.